You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Revival Reign, Day 18. Children and Revival. Matthew records in his gospel account that Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And when he had placed his hands on them, he went on from there. That's Matthew 19, verse 14 to 15. It may surprise you to hear that children have always had a part in revivals. They are not on the sidelines or an afterthought in God's agenda to renew people. Many times in history, they have been the spark that sets the revival going. The first receivers who then bring their families to the Lord. In Joel chapter 2 and verse 28, that famous scripture, it says, And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Notice what the prophet says. He then says, Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will see dreams, but your young men will see visions. People, when revival comes, our sons and our daughters begin to prophesy and see visions. Sometimes they sing songs they never heard before. And when questioned, they say things like, I heard the angels singing the songs. No wonder Jesus said, truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Children have a wonderful ability to believe and receive. God called Samuel when he was just a young boy, and Samuel heard. Young Samuel might not have understood at first, but once coached, he was ready to hear more, and God downloaded to a little boy what was to become of the nation of Israel. Think about it. He gave his plan to a child. Charles Finney, the famous revivalist, would often use school halls to preach in when traveling. At one particular school, he preached in the evening to a small group of very bored people who had come to listen, but nothing happened. However, the next day, when the children arrived for classes in the same school, the Holy Spirit swept through the classrooms and children began to weep randomly, first one, then another, until it was almost all of them. One child exclaimed, I fear for my soul. Another cried, I'm afraid of hell. And this happened in multiple classrooms all at the same time. The teachers met in the hallways perplexed, not knowing what to do as their pupils were overcome in repentance. The school principal, knowing Mr. Finney had held a meeting the night before, asked for Finney to come back and preach to the children. When he did, many children gave their lives to Christ that day. Needless to say, that evening, the school meetings were packed with the parents all wanting to know what happened to their children. And the revival was on. Those first adults sat under Finney's preaching and did not react. They were cold and dead. I think of the account in Mark chapter 6 where it records that Jesus could do no miracles in his hometown of Nazareth except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their lack of faith. Unbelief can be a roadblock to revival. So I like to think that God took Finney's sermon and pushed pause on it, leaving the words hanging magically in the rooms of the school 
until a more receptive people arrived. When the children came in, God just pushed play and the word of God was back in motion. Schools are often hotbeds for revivals. Just a few years ago, a beautiful revival came to a Christian school in Limpopo, South Africa. The principal said, Students are constantly being moved to tears. They are prophesying over one another. They are getting visions, witnessing angels, being delivered and healed. And many are being physically touched by God in such a way that they are shaking under the presence. There has been incredible hunger and passion among the vast majority of our students so that at the slightest nudge, they can easily spend three hours in worship. Wow, can you imagine that from a school principal? In Azusa Street Revival, children were regular in attendance, participating, receiving, singing, and even prophesying and laying hands on the sick. Babies would not cry or disturb the meetings. They were often unusually quiet and receptive as God's presence filled the room tangibly and even visibly in the form of a cloud. One mother would bring her three-year-old daughter who would always go and lie under the pulpit. At some points, being in a playful mood, she would be seen trying to gather the thick mist of God's Shekinah glory into her arms. As we pray for revival today, let us pray for God to pour out His Spirit on all our children. Let them be at the center of the now revival. Let us pray our children have dreams and visions, angelic encounters, and hear God calling them as Samuel did. I think about all the temptations and challenges this young generation are facing. It's like an all-out assault on them from the enemy. So let us pray for an all-out assault from heaven upon them now. And so we pray. Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing for revival in our days.